Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. So we've got the battle waging uh, between... um... Well, it sounds like our justice minister and uh, a group of lawyers that help out with legal aid in this province, uh, and it seems to have come to an impasse. I'm not 100% sure what the next step might be, but I thought it'd be a good idea to get an update. We talked about this a week or two ago. We're going to chat now with Daniel Boisvert, who is a criminal defense lawyer in Edmonton and president of the Criminal Trial Lawyers Association. Uh, Daniel, thanks so much for joining us again. Appreciate your time. Thank you for having me again. Yeah, let's just start um, by uh, sort of summing up the impasse to start. What what is the issue here that seems to have brought all this to a head? Um, Well, the issue here is the chronic underfunding of Legal Aid Alberta and then what they're able to use um, to budget within their um, envelope to pay for the roster lawyers who perform the services based on certificates. Um, So it's a per-client, per-matter certificate-based system. Um, And then also the financial eligibility guidelines on which are the criteria that the public qualify for those services. So the budget to deal with those two most important broader issues of funding um, are or what it is are at issue here in the sense that we are asking um, the, the provincial government, the Minister of Justice Chandro, to uh, restore the budgetary shortfalls from the last two years. It's almost a $55 million shortfall um, and perhaps even enhance it, but at the very least restoring it in a way that will allow legal aid to perform its modernization of its tariff that it has undertaken to do this summer with the proper funding. Um, we, we're at an impasse now. Yeah. That's a really good way of putting it, unfortunately. So there was a meeting with the minister. Other meetings have been offered, but from what I've read, it's sort of like, well, why have a meeting, right? Because the funding, like that piece of it, is not even something that can be discussed. So reworking the framework and stuff, how can you do that when you don't have the funding, right? That is exactly it. It it's really seems like the... Legal aid and the government are putting the cart before the horse um, and trying to, you know, put something together without really forecasting and putting a business plan together for what they expect that it's going to cost. So they're almost trying to, to fit a square peg into a round hole by trying to fit this modernized tariff within an antiquated budget. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so now job action has begun. Um how do, how does that work? I know there's a few different levels of it. Just walk us through the steps that you're taking and uh, how that'll happen. Certainly. Um, so right now it's uh, day two of our stage one, uh, mostly a small scale action where we're simply withdrawing our services to assist in uh, what we call appearance or docket court with duty council services and not taking on a, a Type, other similar types of certificates that are very small um, certificate-based but are also very important certificates providing people that are otherwise unrepresented um, either at trial, either as a, an accused or as a complainant, and then people in appearance court trying to figure out how to navigate the system from the uh, first stages of the system and first entering into the system. The next stages may involve a, a larger withdrawal of services uh, with that yet 
that's remained to be uh, determined what that will look like. And Danielle, when you talk about removing those services, that means your groups that assist Legal Aid Alberta will not be offering those services. But Legal Aid, that pool, that actual program still exists, right? Absolutely, yes. Um, But Legal Aid has uh, a couple of hundred staff lawyers. Um, Some of them are in administrative or management positions. Um, I'm not sure how many of those couple hundred are, are on the ground um, lawyers that go out and work in the right. court rooms, there are many of those that, that act as full-time duty counsel. Um, but, of course, it doesn't cover all of the shifts. So there are a number of roster lawyers, of which there are 1,200 in Alberta, that assist by taking uh, what are called ad hoc duty counsel certificates um, to cover off when the staff duty counsel aren't able to cover those shifts. And in some of the busy courtrooms, it's often two duty counsel because you have many people that are there unrepresented on their own out of custody, and then you have a whole other group of people that are in custody still um, waiting for a bail hearing or a guilty plea that need that immediate help from a duty counsel as well. So obviously then the, the, the ramifications of this would be delays, would be people um, not having you know, timely representation. They may get it at some point, but it's going to take longer. Uh, is that the, the biggest concern that Albertans might be facing here? Um, yes, it's, it, it's that, and it's the overall increases um, of the cost to the justice system as a whole when the justice system is dealing with self-represented litigants as opposed to litigants that have the assistance of experienced, right. knowledgeable counsel. So how, is there a resolution in sight, Daniel? Like you said, there's been meetings with the minister before, but like you say, the, the, the key element that you see as being necessary to move this forward doesn't seem to be on the table. What's the next step here? Well, we're happy to know that we have the support from many large organizations, um, and that has certainly increased our solidarity. Uh, we now have all four criminal defense organizations um, on board with this action, and, and we were all four of us uh, presidents at the table with the meeting. Um, and we have many roster lawyers who are not um, def- not paying members of our organizations that have expressed their support, and they are also getting on board with the, the job action, uh, such as we call it, we're not a union, but mm-hmm. our, our efforts to show the government that unrepresented people um, don't work and that our function is crucial, um, but that it needs to be properly funded to make that work. Um, having a group of, of lawyers, just as the Crown's expressed back in the spring, having a group of lawyers that are overworked, underpaid, that are dealing still with the ongoing stresses of COVID. Um, And for defence lawyers, that's even more so because many of us couldn't bill out any files to legal aid during that time. We couldn't bring home any money. We don't have salaries, unlike Crown prosecutors, unlike judges, unlike clerks. Um, so we have uh, have members who are financially suffering as a result of the last two years, and yet they still stand up and, and fight and show their solidarity in our cause. Okay, so the last meeting was when? The last meeting was just yesterday morning. Yep. It was the first meeting. Um, we have been offered another meeting in a few weeks, and, and we will schedule it. Uh, we are hopeful. Okay, that will go ahead, even though you're not optimistic. We're, we're, we're always... Uh, Cautiously optimistic, okay. perhaps, yep. that um, that as we proceed with these um, steps, that the government will realize that we cannot wait till 2023, that they need to find a way to make this happen now. They need to do something, and we've provided them with a few ideas of what they could do now. 
um, to to show um, that they take this issue seriously, uh, to give a show of good faith to the 1,200 roster lawyers that help underprivileged and uh, and poor Albertans that qualify for our services. Okay, Daniel, thank you so much for the update, as always, and uh, we'll continue to follow this as it goes along. Thank you.